You have approached Mount Zion, and the city of the living God, the heavenly Jerusalem, and countless angels in festal gathering, and the assembly of the firstborn enrolled in heaven, and God, the judge of all, and the spirits of the just made perfect, and Jesus, the mediator of a new covenant, and and the sprinkled blood that speaks more eloquently than that of Abel. Hmm. We've heard about Abel twice, now three times, so far in this Mass, and we'll hear him once more during the Eucharistic prayer. We, Deacon Jim invoked his name during the penitential act. We heard it from Hebrews as Mrs. White was reading to us, and we'll hear about the gifts of God's servant Abel as we come to the altar, but, but why? Let's look at, let's look at, to see if it has anything to do with us. Spoiler alert, it does. To find Abel, you've got to grab your Bibles and go right to the very beginning, right? To the book of Genesis, the fourth chapter. And that eloquent blood of Abel is a twofold reference of his priestly role. First, remember, he's got that brother Cain. And Abel offered a sacrifice to God, the blood of the lamb. A little clarification. It was the blood of the lamb, not of an elephant. Yesterday after Mass, someone was very confused. Father, what about this elephant blood? I keep hearing you say elephant blood. And I said, no, eloquent blood. I'm sorry if I was not being very clear. So he offered the blood of a lamb, and that was an acceptable sacrifice of Abel the priest. Whereas Cain, Abel's brother, offered the sacrifice of his harvest. We don't know why, but it was unacceptable to the Lord. This time of year, I imagine it was zucchinis being pushed on the Almighty. But regardless of that, His was unacceptable, and thus, in a fit of jealousy and anger, Cain kills Abel and commits the first murder on the world. He buries Abel in the field, and in verse 10, God speaks to Cain, What have you done? The voice of your brother's blood is crying to me from the ground. And thus, the second part of that reference of Abel's eloquent blood. Yes, Abel the priest's sacrifice was eloquent and acceptable, but Abel the victim's death, his blood that cried out from the ground for vengeance, that was eloquent as well. Now in our second reading, Hebrews says that we have come near to the sprinkled blood that speaks even more eloquently than that of Abel's. Now, Abel was both priest and victim, offering acceptable sacrifice, whose blood cried out from the ground. What could be better? What more eloquent? Only the ones who is both at the same time the priest and victim. The one on the cross, of course. The one who offered not the blood of an irrational beast, but of his own. More eloquent, of course, because it cries out not just from the ground, but from the ground into the resurrection. And not just crying out for vengeance, but crying out for peace 
and mercy. And so now we go to the gospel. Jesus tells us that if we're invited to a banquet, not to take the first seat or the second seat, but to take the lowest seat. Pop quiz. At an execution, what's the lowest seat? It's not the one in the back of the room. It's not the one with an obstructed view behind a pillar. The lowest seat is that of the one being killed. Jesus took that seat as the victim. And then Jesus goes on to tell us that when hosting a banquet, we are to invite the poor, the crippled, the lame, the blind. Pop quiz. Who's the poorest? Who's the most crippled, the most lame and blind? Of course, fellow sinners, that's you and I. Whenever we're caught up in sin, the greed leads to poverty, lust into lameness, the seeking for comfort into its crippling effects and Pride always leads to blindness. And yet, he invites us. He draws us to himself. And so here's the practical application. Every time our ego flares up at great successes in our work and accomplishments of life, every time fear gets the best of me, whether perhaps approaching a class in school or hearing of a diagnosis of a loved one's illness. Every time we feel that we deserve the comfortable spot in life, we get to do this. We, we get to look to the cross. We get to grab a hold of this gospel. We get to listen to his eloquent blood that is offered each time that we come to this holy altar. This is my body. This is my blood that cries out for peace and mercy as we say, Lord, I am not worthy to receive you, but only say the word and my soul shall be healed.